0: Hearty fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and sisters. We get into the eighth hymn, which is the first hymn in the second chapter. Relating to Vishnu. Prabap Panthamandrasodhyay mahe-sūrāya-viṣṇave-cārpata Vishnave Charpata Yasanuni Parvatana Madhabhya Mahastatu Mahastatur Harvateva Sadhana The meaning of the hymn is, You to, Indra Vishnu, reside in the beings bestowing on them the knowledge to fulfill hunger and thirst. For this we worship you. You do not disturb the frontiers and the slopes of the various planes of existence while you permeate and conduct the beings Your function, you function as the reins of the horse that enable the movement of the horses. So let me again say the meaning. You, Indra Vishnu, reside in the beings, bestowing on them the knowledge to fulfill hunger and thirst. For this we worship you. You do not disturb the frontiers and the slopes of various planes of existence while you permeate and conduct the beings. You function as the reins of the horse that enable the movement of the horses. This is a dimension which is normally not seen in general explanation relating to the human constitution. The human is pervaded by Vishnu from head to foot. He hands over a part of the functioning of the human being to Indra while vishnu is generally in charge of the whole thing indra is in charge of a part of our being <laughs> indra cannot be vishnu indra cannot do the works of vishnu vishnu can do the work of indra if indra is not working well. indra He is the executive of the creation. The creator is third Lagos, who emerges from the second Lagos. This theme you have to understand. From the novel of the second Lagos or cosmic person, Emerges the creator, the third Lagos. And third Lagos is in charge of creation and creating beings. Somewhere in the way, on his way to crea- creation, he creates Indra. So Indra is far lighter than the Trinity. Indra is far later than the trinity. (coughs) The trinity is there at all times. The simurtis are there at all times. From out of the third lagos are brahma, amadhyas, Prajapatis. One such Prajapati is called Marichi. Marichi's son is Kasyapa. Kasyapa's son is Indra. You kindly make note of this order. From Vishnu to Creator. Creator to Marichi, the first Prajapati. from Marichi comes Kasyapa. Incidentally, Kasyapa is the lord of the selves. The self worship up to Kasyapa. Kasyapa is the Nauminan. He is the onlooker of the whole creation. Kashyapa's son is, he has many sons, of which Indra is one. So Indra to Kasyapa, Kasyapa to Marishi, Marishi to Creator, Creator to Vishnu. If you take this order this Indra is the fourth generation expression. In our terminology we can say he is a great grandson of Vishnu. Great grandson of Vishnu. This Vishnu is meant uh, to manage the creation, to protect the creation under the supervision of Vishnu. In us there is uh, something beyond the individual self and something within the operating field of the separated self. we have to note this. There is something which we can ourselves handle. Once we wake up, we are a separated ego. Then we try to use our buddhi, our mind, and take to this cooperation of our senses and the body. And also we try to fulfill ourselves. Before we wake up, there is life principle, there is awareness principle, there is a principle that awakens us and puts us to sleep. There is a principle where already you are part of something. There is the, the male-female God as one dimension as the three qualities as another us as three qualities as another us, Life is one more dimension. Awareness is another dimension. These function beyond us. These function beyond us. What functions within us is whatever little knowledge we have and the ignorance that we have. We also use our mind. We use our senses and we try to Use our body and build something related to our life. So there is something beyond. Eh? There is something within eh? the working of Indra. Karma, Ah. There is something beyond Indra. There is something seemingly under the jurisdiction of Indra. Indra is the one as I give you the definition, Indra means Idandra. He protects this. This means from the point of our awakening, whatever we do, we feel we are doing it now. We feel we are doing it. But there is something beyond which Indra cannot relate to. It has to take the orders from above and do it. Just like we take orders from our three qualities, inertia, dynamism, and poise. When, when, When inertia presides over us, we feel like sleeping. We feel like not doing anything. We feel like not being very interested in work such things happen, at least once in a while among the people. And there are other times where people are extremely dynamic, meaning hyperactive. From hyperactive to hyperactive. In some situations we are hyperactive. That is called rajas rajas takes over us, or tamas, inertia takes over us. Poise may also take over us, provided we are in tune with the law of life. Poise prevails only when we are in tune with the law of life, that we honor the time plan that we honour the dawn, that we honour the morning to light, and we honour every three hours as the different energies are represented, that we conclude our activity by evening, and that we slowly retreat ourselves during the first three, three hours of the day, and slowly retire. The, it is a rhythm for all of us about which we spoke when we spoke on Aspen last year. The astronauts tell you to fall in order with the day and the night, to fall in order with the seasons, to fall in order with the ascending moon phase, to fall in order with the descent, descending moon phase, to fall in order of the arc of ascent, and to fall in order with the arc of descent, which are called Uttarāyana, Datsanāyana. So these are all various uh, dimensions of time. We should know them and we attune to them so that. Our life runs neither hyperactively nor it runs hypoactively. So that's where you are protected. Indra protects this meaning all that which is is within the solar system. Vishnu presides over the whole. He presides over this central sun, cosmic sun and beyond. While Indra presides over the planetary sun and down under. Meaning, he presides over the seven planes from sun to earth. But Vishnu prevails over three times seven. Trisapta samidha krita, like that we say. Trishapta means three times seven. There, is, there are again planes of existence which are subtler than the most subtle plane between sun and earth. That is, there are seven planes of subtler nature from sun to central sun, from sun to central sun, then subtlest planes from central sun to cosmic sun. This whole three times seven planes are presided over by Vishnu, while Indra is given in, given charge of the, those seven planes which are from earth to sun. That's why I told you the place of Indra is just below Ajna. Above Ajna, Indra has no jurisdiction. It belongs to Vishnu. The whole thing belongs to Vishnu. Truly speaking, the whole thing belongs to Vishnu. But he appointed seven okay, He's is a grandson, a great grandson. No? He has zeal to do things. Okay, you do this, this part. So whenever he is in tune with Vishnu, he is okay. Whenever he is not in tune with, with Vishnu, he makes mistakes, <clears throat> and he realizes that he cannot. Wag his tail independently. Because when he wags his tail independently, some demon comes and cuts the tail. <laughs> and then the, the, the dog keeps on barking, 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 barking. Only then it barks about Vishnu. Then Vishnu comes and says, What have you done to have your tail being bitten? Then it weeps and says things, and then slowly it really, it, it is made to realize its mistake, isn't it? So that's how Vishnu comes and helps Indra. That's how there are so many stories in this scripture about Indra generally doing well and suddenly drifting from Vishnu Thereby, he brings problems to this part of the creation. <coughs> Likewise, we also are like Indra's. We try, to, we try to take care of our body. We try to take care of our vital body. We try to take care of our desired body. We try to take care of our mental body. We try to think wiser than before. We try to build something outside. But we slowly find everything problematic. Hmm? Everything is a problem. Body has sickness. Emotions do not change. Regardless, Whatever do, the emotions remain, isn't it? The mind thinks in the same way. People have observed of their patterns of mind. So everyone has a pattern except Vishnu. The, the trinity cannot be fixed in a mould. But anything below them can be fixed in a mould. That's why no one could know the strategy of Krishna. For 120 years he lived in the farm. No one from earth to the sun, from earth to heaven, no one could know the pattern relating to Krishna because he is beyond all patterns. Vishnu is beyond all patterns. Shiva is beyond all patterns. All others have patterns. So this Indra, when he is in tune with Vishnu, he does acts of goodness. We, as individual souls, are separated egos. We also, when we drift away from the plan, we have our problems. There is the plan of nature, <coughs> plan of our nature. So we need to fall in tune with the plan of nature. If not, you disturb nature and nature is too big and you get the boomerang effect on it. If we are in disorder, it is because we are not doing things in tune with nature. And now we drifted so much away, therefore we have so many problems. If you get nearer and nearer and nearer, the nature, the less is the problem. A mango fruit should be eaten only in summer. It is meant for summer. Because mango generates heat. The heat that you take in meets the heat outside. The mango pickle is also meant for that. A mango fruit in winter will disturb your system. Now we have developed a technology that we can grow any fruit at any point of time. Any vegetable at any place. At any place. The, the, the planet itself is as uh, its longitudes, its latitudes. According to the longitudes and latitudes, the groups of humans that emerge there, they get the habits in tune with nature. In tune with nature. So, in a season there are certain fruits and certain vegetables available. In other seasons other fruits and other vegetables are available. Just because we have gained the capability of producing all fruits all times, we cannot eat all fruits all times, all vegetables all times, only the seasonal fruit. To take a seasonal fruit is a dictum, it's a regulation. Take the seasonal fruit, take the seasonal vegetable, take the local cereals. If you change your residence to some other place, from one latitude to another, from Europe to India, then slowly adopt the... New longitude and latitude. Don't don't just jump into things. If you jump from European food to Indian food the very day you come here, the next day it it draws you near to the toilet. Isn't Isn't it? Slowly. Adaptation has to likewise people from here go to some other place. They should slowly get adjusted to it. Be a Roman in Rome is a saying, isn't it? Meaning what? Integrate and adapt to the local situation. Local situation. We are very unmindful of these things. We don't know when to eat ice cream. We don't know when to eat mango. We don't know when to eat leaf vegetable, when not to eat leaf vegetable. People are crazy about green, isn't it? Green vegetables, green vegetables, but if you eat green vegetable when it is raining, it will disturb your stomach heavily. So these are all, huh, from, from that point we we'll lost our nature with thumbs. Likewise, wake up and sleep. To wake up and to sleep. That rhythm is gone because we don't follow the rhythm. According to hierarchy, it would do good to all beings, common beings, to sleep before 10.30, local time, and, be, and wake up at least by 5 in the morning. 10.30 to 5 is a healthy sleep time. By demand of your work, if once or twice you lose that rhythm, it's okay. But if you regularly lose that rhythm... Last, last year I explained to you the devas of the night... have to be given their time. The devas of the day have to be given their time. Therefore, if you are not active during the day and very active during the night, you tend to be a nocturnal person. Only asuras, meaning the diabolics are active in the night, and we tend to be like asuras. Asuras means ignorance. Sura means the light. Asura means light obscured. So we lose our light, we lose our comprehension. So Indra presides over all this functioning, okay? and we, as egos, individual egos, we should relate to the. Trinity there were, and the basis of Trinity is the nature, Mola Prakriti, and the basis of Mola Prakriti is the Purusha, that's why we say male-female God, Prakriti Purusha, that's the peak. From there you have the Trinity. After that we have people called Prajapatis, who have established the order for the beings on the planet. The work of Prajapatis initially was to set order for the beings, for the beings. Order in relation to food, order in relation to sleep and wake up. Order in relation to how the approach to work. Order in relation to how to use the senses. Order in relation to how to use the mind. Order in relation to aspirations so that emotions do not overtake us. These orders are set. Once an order is set, by the Prajapatis, then comes Indra to ensure that this order is maintained. So that's why all Prajapatis are great gurus. We speak of Agastya, we speak of Asista, Vasista, we speak of Atri, the father of Natatraya, we speak of Angiras, I spoke earlier about these prajāpatīs. They have all an order how to live and how, how good it is, how, how to ensure the welfare of plant, how to ensure the welfare of animal, how to ensure the welfare of the rivers, the mountains, the valleys, how, how to relate to them. So order, prajāpatīs establish order then Indra started ensuring that that order prevails, and he resides in the East. <coughs> because the order is not when you are in sleeping, but in sleep, but when you wake up. When all are beautiful when they sleep, you know. All are beautiful when they are in sleep. Only when they wake up, they are they tend to be different and funny, isn't it? In Argentina we used to have a, an young man called Gunta. And he conceived a son by the name Augustus. That Augustus was very active, very active. And he was the joy of the group because he was very attractive and very active. So everyone was saying, "Oh, Agustus, oh Agustus, and all that, and uh, he was very attractive also. <coughs> so once around uh, four o'clock in the afternoon, when I met uh, the father, Gun- Guntra, and said, how do you, how is your son? He says, he is very beautiful when he sleeps. <laughs> That's the only time I see him, beautiful master, other times is a problem, he said. <laughs> I said, it is, it is, it is not only with Augustus, with you, with me, everyone, it is like that. <laughs> when we sleep, we are really, oh, such an innocent, such an innocent, harmless beings, no? Only when we wake up, one can be a tiger, one can be a deer, one can be a snake or one can be a scorpion, one can be a bull, one can be a ram, anything can be when we wake, wake up. So when we wake up and if they behave very aggressive, we say, are you born in Aries? Like that we ask. When you wake up, when, when you are in head-on activity, and you say, are you Aries? Like. That. And if someone gets up and he is so slow in his getting up, not very interested, then we say, this is a bull, isn't it? Taurus. So we all have, we are within these 12 sun signs. If someone doesn't like sun much, he cannot move much in sun, we say, are you from a watery sign? People born in the water sign cannot work much in the in the sunlight. They have to work under shade. There are some others who are like air, you know. They come like a wind and go away. <laughs> we don't see them very frequently because Galileo, Leva Not. So like that when we wake up. We are all different. When we sleep, we are beautiful. So therefore Indra prevails in the East to ensure wherever there is the dawn in the East, Indra is already there to guide you. That's why the first God whom we relate to in Veda he is with the East and with Indra. With East. indra aya indraya idha like that It's the foremost one for us. Why? Because the moment we wake up, our ego starts working. And it can be very funny. We think we are saints, but others don't think. We may think we are saints. If we think we are saints, what is so good? The other should feel that you are a saint, and in the West they invented an order by which some other person decides whether you are saint or not. Some other person decides you are saint or not, and how saintly is that person? We don't know. These are all games within the system. So, Indra work is to relate to this path. The moment we wake up and we are entering into our life, the preceding deity is Indra. And when, just like Indra stands in tune with Vishnu, generally, he also made mistakes. Because we regularly make mistakes, that's the difference. To overcome our susceptibility to make mistakes, you are required to relate to Vishnu. That's how it is. Call it Christos, or Adam Kaadman, or Segundo Lagos, or Vishnu, the one who presides over the creation. He is the boss. As long as creation is, he is the boss. Shiva is not the boss. Please note that. Shiva only cooperates with Vishnu. When Vishnu needs in some some emergency to set things order. he invokes Shiva and Shiva gets him. Otherwise, it is basically the work of Vishnu. And then Brahma, the third Lagos, he did his work. work. As I said, once this building is created, the contractor, the masons, the engineers, the architect, they are out. We don't need them anymore. Whom do we need after building all this? People who can maintain it well, isn't it? So the ma- the maintenance staff is predominant. The- the mason who built it, or the architect who drew the drawings, are the engineer who ensured proper building, these are all there, dvasta, siddha, sadhya, all these are there. They all work with the creator. Creation has happened. So then, once creation is happened, <coughs> then these batch, the maintenance batch has to sit in. Construction can be, say, in a matter of two years' time. But maintaining this structure can be hundred years' work. Say hundred years, isn't it? To build this body is one thing. In seven years it is all built. Whatever is required, is, related, is automatic growth after seven years. First seven years, let us say, is the work of creativity of this body. Thereafter, maintenance, growth, utilization, these are the important dimensions which last until the last seven years of life, isn't it? So Siva sets in, in the last part of seven years of life. Brahma act, is active during the first seven years of life. In between there is a huge life, isn't it? So whose work is more? And we all want to stay, we don't want to leave, is it? (coughs) We we ensure that we have longevity. (coughs) Even even at eight years, if you are asked, give me two more years. After two more years, if the angel of death approaches, we another two years. (coughs) We have our own logic to stay on it. Why? Because Vishnu enables life. Shiva is life after. Brahma is life before, (coughs) prenatal, post-mokta. In between, it's all Vishnu and his work. He works with his hierarchy of beings, and he has an assistant, and he could not really totally depend on his assistant. He had to bring in Kumaras, he had to bring in teachers, he had to bring in many others, because this Indra is there, and we don't know. Then he will return. Likewise, we, the egoistic, the the persons with separated self, we generally stay drifted from the source in us. There is a master center in us from where the life comes, from where the awareness comes, from where the ideas come for action, from where the ability to act comes. So that master center, when we don't relate, Within us, we are bound to drift and do whatever we like and can be a nuisance in society. So what it here says is, you, together Indra and Vishnu, they do not disturb the structure. You do not disturb the frontiers and slopes of various planes of existence. The creation is made in in three times seven, of which we are in charge of the seven planes, or Indra is in charge of seven planes, while Vishnu is in charge of three times seven planes. Neither Vishnu nor Indra disturb these frontiers, meaning the planes of existence. they do not disturb. They they conduct the work in a manner. They conduct the work in a manner that uh, the given system is not disturbed. So we have a system here to work with. If people disturb the system, (laughs) <laughs> they don't touch the pillars that we <laughs> related to the building. They try, don't try to change the the place of the windows. Those who work here. They are not supposed to. And they cannot disturb the altar which is set on their own. Because it is all set for the good of all. And no person can disturb it. If you disturb, you are not in tune with Vishnu's energy or Indra's energy. Indra in tune with Vishnu will ensure that the order set by the third logos is maintained. Is maintained. So, therefore, in any given system, when you start disturbing it, you are warned, number one. You are warned a second time. You are warned a third time. Thereafter, you are asked to go. If you don't go, they push you by the neck. Samadana, Beda, Dandopaya, that's how there are, there are four methods of administration. You tell them gently, and then if they are still continuing to be so, they try, you try to be a bit benevolent towards them, maybe that makes them more sensible, benevolent. If it doesn't work, slowly messages are sent without being uttered, eh? that you are not (coughs) very congenial to the energy. (laughs) It would be nice if you leave. Indirect messages come. Even then, if people don't pay attention, then they send forth the security guard and push them. Yeah. What all we do is in tune with the other Vishnu's activity. To maintain well for the good of all, if someone is a disturbance, better just gently ease him out so that the rest continue meaningfully. That's where Vishnu's work is. So when creator has created this creation in such great detail, in such well thought out manner, he has employed architects, whom we call Vishwakarma, the great architect of the universe. The architect is not God. See, in some systems they think God is great architect. One of the principles that he has is the great architect called Vishwakarma, and then there is the one who makes the design, who is, that is, he is called sadhya, and then there is the one who manifests according to the design, he is called siddha. And then Siddha, along with his etchers, uh, meaning people who <coughs> carve out things, Tvasta with his help, they very beautifully prepare the These are the intelligences whom we sing in Purusha-sukta, unmindful. Such a huge, detailed, well-thought-out work is made to bring in this creation with planetary, solar and cosmic systems and details within the planet, within the planetary system. All this is not an easy work. So Vishnu and Indra, meaning individual soul and the universal soul together, They ensure that it is not disturbed. They don't allow any disturbance to it. That's why Indra, he makes sure that anyone who is not in tune with the system, he is right or punished. That's his work. That is his work. Beyond this system, this solar system, he cannot do it. Therefore, Vishnu comes. Sometimes within this system also, it, the disorder becomes so completely powerful. Indra could not handle, therefore the avatars come. An avatar comes only when the local ah, governor cannot govern it. There is a local governor, he tries his best to govern it. When he cannot govern, then the Vishnu comes. But both of them, their main work is to ensure that the system is not disturbed. <coughs> Is not disturbed. People who disturb the system may get destroyed. But the system cannot be destroyed. That's how it works. The greatest uh, diabolics, they try to disturb the system. Try to disturb the system. If they were put off either by Indra or by Vishnu. When it is beyond Indra, Vishnu comes. So their work is one of the important works that they, they do not give a given, they do not disturb a given system. So we too, whatever we receive from our preceding generation, we are supposed to maintain it or develop it but do not destroy it. Because everything comes from mouth to ear, from higher circles to lower circles. Further they, they stand as an example. We do not disturb what is given. We try to improve upon it, but do not disturb it. Do not adjust the planes of existence. Planes of existence. Today, we disturb everything. We disturb the rivers, their flow. The rivers are seen as the life-giving nerves flowing over the planet. If we just arrest the one of the arteries, what happens? When we arrest it, what happens? There is no healthy circulation of blood and consequently there would be some sicknesses emerging from it. For example, a very tight holding at the waist. Very tight holding at the waist by way of pants. When our volume grows, Better we take to different cell plants than try to fit in the body in it. Isn't it? Then what happens? There is arrest of flow of energies. Arrest of flow of energy. Likewise, in reverse, we started constructing dams, and other obstructions to diversity. Ancient civilizations, they believed in living by the riverside, all civilizations. There was Indus civilization, there, is, there was Ganges civilization, there was Nile civilization, likewise Rhine and Rhone and such other river civilizations and Mississippi, Missouri, in the North America, Amazon. Those are all great civilizations because they believed living by the side of the river, by the side of flowing water. So from there we developed so many things and we it causes an ecological disturbance takes time for man to know it. We also disturb the oceans. We pollute earth, we pollute air, we pollute water. So we can't expect that we'll be living very comfortably with, with all pollutions that we have generated with our so-called knowledge. So the knowledge is like a like a sword. It is sharp either way. When you make a right application it helps. When we make a wrong application it destroys. Indra work is to ensure that we fall in tune with nature. We fall in tune with the intended plan and he works for him. Vishnu does it for the entire creation. That is what it says here, that you do not disturb the frontiers and slopes of various planes of existence while you permeate and conduct the beings. So we are a composite energy system of Vishnu and Indra. Vishnu and the executive part in us <coughs> for which we take the help of mind, the senses and the body, it is presided over by Indra. But the life principle, the awareness principle, and then the principle related to the three qualities, they are all under the supervision of Vishnu. So worshipping Vishnu and Indra. He is like worshipping the master and the disciple. Absolutely. Worshipping God and Son of God, you can say like that. Worshipping God and Son of God. Where Son of God comes from God, Son of God is proximate. Mind is proximate. And if mind is in association with Buddhi, then, uh, Indra is in association with Vishnu. We say, Atma, Buddhi, Manasnu. Atma, Buddhi is preceded over by Vishnu. Manas is presided over by Indra. We are generally with Indra and we are not with Vishnu. This symptom we have because uh, Indra of creation also dem- had such, a, such situations, not like us as, as frequently, but once in a way he also dis, drifted from Vishnu and caused problems and he was faithful enough to record his failures. And there are Prajapatis who record his failures. Meaning, you don't do such a drifting, then you'll also be in problems. And Indra could be in problem, he cannot be an exception. So therefore, tuned with, tune up with both. Soham, soham, soham. This mantram soham is, for everything this is the master key. Saha aham, that I am, that I am, that I am. And I am this, I am that, it's all illusion. That I am is the only truth. When we are with it, knowledge becomes uh, accessible. <coughs> so Indra in, in Veda, he is always with it. So he works in tune with Vishnu and he works for the plan within the planetary system. All planets are blessed. All planets oblige Indra. All that is below, the pro-center is within our jurisdiction to manage. Above, <coughs> that's why, North, <coughs> the, the Lord of North is called Kubera. He is not with sindra he is with Lord Shiva. That's how the Puranas, in correspondence to what is created by the Creator, the centers are also decided. For example, here we say on the top of the forehead has Aquarius. Aquarius is beyond Indra. Aquarius speaks of mahat. Mahat means that state where even the three qualities did not form. That's where even the three qualities did not form. From here the three qualities come as rida, pingada and sushumna and flow through. From the bro center it is one activity. Beyond the bro center it is completely divine activity. That's why in Purusha Suttwavaseo we say, Sīrṣṇādhyoho the head is divine. The head is full of light. Dyao means electrical light, electrical light. So it's all electrical. The head is electrical and then after the diaphragm it is, it is solar fire. Below diaphragm it is frictional fire. we have to make a dissection of us and know this presentation of variety which is given in the scriptures. We say frictional fire, solar fire and electrical fire. Head is electrical, upper torso is solar, lower torso is frictional Solar fire has attraction, repulsion as inhalation and exhalation. Electrical, fictional fire has a, it, it takes whatever fire is available, it utilizes there to, to digest and to give energy to us. Electrical fire makes you a creator. You get to be intuitional, you get to be telepathic, you, say, you tend to be clairvoyant. All facilities of permeation are according to the development of head. So anyway, those are details. What is important is, you do not disturb the planes of existence while you, while you permeate the whole system. You function as the reins of the horse that enable the movement of horses. For the beings, Vishnu and Indra are like the two reins of the horse. When there are two reins of the horse with which we hold the horse and we move on. Likewise, and the two reins are in cooperation with each other. With one rein you cannot control the horse. The being is the horse. The two reins are Indra and Vishnu. They work in such good cooperation that we use the reins to go to the right. You pull the rein on the right side so that the horse turns to the right. You pull the left side, the horse goes to the left side. But for the journey to be conducted appropriately, the two rains are Vishnu and Indra. Any one rain cannot conduct. Therefore, Indra is is equally important as Vishnu for us. But beyond the solar system is all Vishnu. Then the beauty is both are residing in us. You too reside in the beings, in all beings. (coughs) Only (coughs) it is for for us to realize (coughs) these details bestowing on the beings the knowledge to fulfill their hunger and thirst. The knowledge to fulfill (laughs) hunger and thirst means not only food, by which you, the hunger means, hunger for knowledge is also hunger. Isn't it? Hunger for knowledge, to know the will of God, to know the knowledge that the all-permeating God has, and to gain that potential, people are hungry about it. That's why they are here. Besides hunger of the stomach, There is the hunger of the being. Otherwise, why should you come for so many thousands of kilometers? There is a hunger for knowledge. So the the hunger for food is is fulfilled by Indra. But the hunger for knowledge Indra cannot fulfill. Vishnu fulfills. That's the difference. Without Vishnu, you only know how to eat, move around and sleep. There is no hunger for knowledge. The hunger for knowledge is because Vishnu is there. In us. And thirst. Thirst is also another dimension of hunger. Pripasa. When you are thirsty, it is a still worse situation, no? Hunger you can hold on, thirst you cannot hold on. So, when your hunger turns into a thirst, you don't mind foregoing your food, live by water and continue your contemplation. You see, how Buddha continued or how great beings. They abstain from food, they live only by water and they can contemplating because their thirst for the knowledge is more than the food and the See? and after some time they even not drink water. So there are very high dimensions. But these two fulfill it hunger and thirst. For for this we worship you, we say. We worship you because you fulfill us with our bodily existence. You fulfill our mind. You fulfill our senses. You fulfill our buddhi and knowledge. You fulfill our will. You fulfill everything related to our life. So therefore we worship you. That's how the him speaks of. We'll continue in the afternoon with the another hymn. Hmm? Thank you.